right, good morning, everybody. Let's go ahead and start off with a song. Let's all stand. Page 346. service if you don't know that you do know and thank God I'm glad there's only one thing better than being saved it's knowing that you're saved and I'm glad there's only one thing better than knowing that you're saved and it's knowing how long you're saved and I thank God that if you're saved you are saved forever amen thank you for being at the Murrayville Baptist Church this morning we're honored that you're here want to extend you a very 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 warm welcome we're so glad for your attendance you can be seated this morning church thank you so much again we're pleased and thrilled to have you here. I want to thank all of those that's tuning in, of course, by live stream. Such a blessing to have everyone here. My gracious, I'm glad that you're here. Look over at your neighbor and say, I'm glad to be at church this morning. Thank God, it's wonderful. 
And what we're going to do is we're just going to look to the Lord for just a few moments and look at Christ and look at Jesus and gaze at Him. I thank the Lord that He is the dearest friend I ever had. Take all the brakes off. If you've got any walls built up this morning, just let them come crumbling down. If you've got any brakes off on this morning, just take off the brakes. Let the Lord have His way. I hope you came seeking something from the Lord this morning. If you're here and you need something from the Lord, I'm glad he's, He feels all things in all. Christ is all this morning. We're going to look to Him for just a little while. So honored this morning to have Brother John Dale with us. Aren't y'all glad to see him, church? Amen. I'm telling you, thank God. I've been, uh, I've, I've been looking forward to this day. To thank the Lord for Brother John, his wife, Sister Debbie here. It's wonderful to be in the house of God. He's going to come and lead us in prayer, opening the service. And then we're going to hear from our choir right here in just a few moments. Again, thank you for being here. We're honored and thrilled to have you here. Make yourself at home. Let's enjoy the Lord and look to him for just a few moments. Brother John, come on. And open us up in prayer. Dear brother, thank you. Let's pray. Our Father, we love you so much. Thank you for being the God that you are, Lord. You're so good. You're so kind. You're so holy. And Lord, you're right. Lord, you're right in everything that you do. And Lord, we're so thankful for the blessed book of God. What it means to our lives. What, it, what it's done in our lives, Lord. We ask you, dear Father, this day that, Lord, we would witness the power of the Word of yes, God. Yes. And, Lord God, that you'd move in such a special way that we would all leave here saying, boy, it was good to be there. Yes, it was good to be in the house of God. Yes. So, God, you may your will be done at Merville Baptist as it is in heaven. And we'll thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Got a couple of people that usually help us with this song that's out. Brother Jay wanted to sing this this morning, so y'all pray for us.
ahead and uh, all stand again, page 277. You can be seated. Wonderful again to be in the house of God and, and thank the Lord for His blessed Spirit, the precious Word of God, His Son, Jesus Christ. I'm grateful for the love of God this morning. Thank you, the Lord, for His grace and mercy. If you're glad you're saved, say amen, church. Amen. We want to give you an opportunity to worship the Lord through giving. Thank you again so much for being here with us today, everyone that has gathered. I love this church. I love this place. I love these people. 
I love our shepherd this morning and thank the Lord for his grace. Let's take a moment and pray. Fellas, y'all head on back and we'll continue on. Father, we're grateful. Thank you, Lord, for your precious son. Thank you, Lord, Father, for the grace of God that was shed on us. The great love of God that you love us with. Father, we're so grateful. I pray this morning that you'd be high and lifted up. That we just lift you up and praise you and glorify you. Give you honor, Lord. Praise. Magnify you, Lord. Magnify your name. Magnify who you are. Help us to see Christ this morning and gaze at Him for just a few moments, Lord. Help us to worship your precious name. I thank you for this opportunity to look to you in giving, Lord. I pray for each and every situation in this place. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing right now. Lord, not only what you're doing, but what you're going to do. Lord, we look to you, Father. Have your way. Lord, may we just, just for a few moments, Lord, get any reservation out of the way. May we trust you that God be true and every man a liar. I pray this morning, Father, that we would see you, Lord, and hear you. Lord, if you knock on our heart's door, I pray that you would help us to open the door. Father, if you speak to us, I pray that you would help us to respond to your speaking in the affirmative. Lord, we look to you. Thank you most of all, Lord, Father, for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God, that you are the Word embodied. Thank you, Lord, Father, you are everything you ever said you were. Be with us in the service. We glorify you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, please come. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. service with us. Been excited for a while. Brother Kurt LeBeau and his wife, Sister Dale, we're honored to have them with us this morning. Looking forward to hearing from them here in just a few moments. Brother, uh, Brother LeBeau is going to sing for us. It's been a blessing in my heart and in my life. Matter of fact, a song that's 
impacted my life as much as anyone I've ever heard. Lord willing, he'll be singing it for us this morning here in just a little while. I pray the Lord would help him. Just before that, Charlie uh, is going to come sing for us. She's actually going to sing a song that I love. And uh, if, it just speaks about uh, you opening your heart to the Lord and giving him right of way, whatever you need to do this morning. I want to tell you, church, uh, if you have came here this morning, you'll be obedient to the Lord. And uh, if you need to pray, you, these, these altars are open. If you need to talk to the Lord, if you need to talk to someone, you just feel freedom this morning. I think the Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I appreciate the grace of God this morning. Pray for the service, Charlie, she comes. And then Brother Kurt, just here in just a few moments. Come on, Charlie. Jesus. She stumbled through the tears and made her blind. She felt such pain. Some spoke in anger, heard folks whisper, there's no place here for her kind. But still on she came through the shame that flushed her face until at last she knelt before his feet and though she spoke no words everything she said was heard as she poured her love for the master from her box of on him like oil from Mary's alabaster box so don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair you of the oil in my alabaster box no one knows what you've been through i can't forget the way life used to be i was a prisoner to the sin that had me bound I spent my days, poured my life without measure, 
into a little treasure box I thought I'd find. Oh, until the day when Jesus came to me and healed my soul with the wonder of His touch. So now I'm giving back to Him all the praise He's worthy of. I've been forgiven, and that's why, that's why I love Him so much. I've come to Like oil from Mary's alabaster box. So don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair, my hair, cause you. Amen. If you've ever been saved, thank the Lord. You know, you know what she's singing about this morning. Amen. Thank the Lord. Brother Kirk, if you would, please come on, brother. We're so excited to have him again and Sister Dale with us this morning. Brother Kirk's going to come sing for us and thank the Lord for his ministry and his life and how God has used him. He's such a blessing coming all the way from Temple, Georgia. Matter of fact, we want to have Brother Kirk back to preach for us before too long, a little bit later in the year. Looking forward to that. Excited about that. And in talking about that now, and again, thank the Lord for him and his ministry and his family, and I know that you will uh, enjoy him this morning. Ask the Lord to help him and be with him. Glad to have you here, Brother Kirk. Go ahead, brother. Thank you, brother. We are excited to be with you, and uh, Charlie's one of my favorite singers. I always told her she's the best, no matter what they say. Brother Jay's dear friend, we are so excited to be with y'all. And they wanted me to sing, give him the glory. One I wrote about uh, 1990, I think it was. Do you remember when you were drowning in a sea of sin? Going down for the last time. When you called upon his name He reached down his nail-scarred hand And lifted you out So remember where you were back then And thank him 
for where you are now. Give him the glory for what he's done in your heart. He took you from sin and strife and gave a new start. took your broken life and made you complete so take off your crowns of glory and cast them at the Savior's feet do you remember when with all your heart you long to serve him but you didn't think that Jesus could use someone like you now look how he's used your life since he called you out then remember where you were back then and thank him for where you are now give him the glory for what he's done in your heart he took you from sin and strife and gave a new start he took your broken life and made you complete so take off your crowns of glory and cast them at the savior's feet so take off your crowns of glory and cast them at the Savior's feet. There's a sort of a new one. I'm working on a new CD. This one's going to be on it. And, uh, I got to thinking of the time I was saved and happened to be in Birmingham, Alabama. And then I went back a few years later and got in church there in Birmingham. Then I met my wife in Birmingham. Then I got married in Birmingham. So I'm thinking about going back to see what else happens. These little old ladies come up to my wife and say, Don't you let him go back by himself. But... Uh, Anyway, I got to, I heard the, the old song, I will serve thee because I love thee, you have given life to me. That's what they were singing when I first got in church and God wrapped his arms around me, told me that he loved me, showed me his sweet love. So this one's Take Me Back. Take me back every now and then Where you showed your love to me and you touched my heartstrings and made them ring again. 
Take me back every now and then When I walked into that little church You were there to greet me You put your arms around me And you told me that you loved me They were singing I will serve thee And there's something about that name Put my broken pieces back together again. Take me back to Birmingham, where you showed your love to me, and you touched my heartstrings, made them ring again. Take me back to Birmingham. Amazing grace, abundant mercy, but in spite of your love, my heart is prone to leave. So from time to time, oh Lord, remind me, take me back to Calvary, where you showed your love to me. And you touched my heartstrings and made them ring again. Take me back to Calvary, where you showed your love to me. And you touched my heartstrings and made them ring again. Take me back to Calvary. Take me back to Birmingham and take me back every now and then. Here's one, uh, his hands. Hung the stars in space, his hands hold the world in place, his hands scoop the ocean deep, his hands form the mountains deep, his hands meet my needs each day, his hands wipe my tears away, his hands. Drive my foes away, guide my feet upon life's narrow way, and he holds me in the palm of his hand. And this old world holds nothing for me since I met the one. Whose hands were nailed to a tree He loves me and protects me And provides my every need Soon I'll see him in that city Where we'll live eternally Where my friends and 
my loved ones are waiting there for me this old world holds nothing for me they nailed his hands to a rugged cross for sinful man who could not pay the cost they stretched his hands from east to west to take my sin away now i'm pure and blessed i'm secure in his nail scarred hand safe i'll be till we reach that land that he's prepared for the saved of men my name's engraved in his loving hand and he holds me in the palm of his hand and this old world holds nothing for me since i met the one whose hands were nailed to a tree he loves me and protects me and provides my every need soon i'll see him in that city where we'll live eternally where my friends and my loved ones are waiting there for me this old world holds nothing for me This is one uh, somebody asked for, uh, Prince of Peace. Have you tried to find peace in a new relationship? Have you tried to find peace in popularity have you tried to find peace in a dollar bill have you tried to find peace in vanity have you tried to find peace in a bottle or a pill just to wake up face to face with your reality talk to the prince of peace till your fears and worries cease talk to the prince of peace he can calm the raging sea talk to the prince of peace get down on your knees tell him your every Talk to the Prince of Peace. Have 
Have you tried to find peace with God by working a little more, by being a better person than you ever have before? Have you searched in vain trying to find heaven's door? The secret is written in his word. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Talk to the Prince of Peace till your fears and worries cease. Talk to the Prince of Peace, he can calm the raging sea. Talk to of peace get down on your knees tell him your every need talk to the prince of peace talk to the prince of peace Thank you so much, Brother Kurt. What a blessing, man. I'm telling you, bless my heart. So much truth. So much truth this morning. We'll ask Brother Kurt to come back here just a few moments for invitation. Sing for us. Thank the Lord for you, Brother Kurt, Sister Dale. What a blessing. Matthew chapter number 26. If you have a Bible, please take it and turn to the book of Matthew chapter number 26. Matthew chapter number 26, again, we're thrilled and honored by your presence, even more so thrilled and honored by the presence of the Lord. And I pray that the Lord has touched your heart in any way this morning, that you'll be obedient to Him and let Him have His perfect work. The book of Matthew chapter number 26, if you found your place, say Amen. Matthew chapter number 26, I want to begin our reading in verse number 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. Verse 37, and he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face, prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as Thou wilt. Father, we want to thank You for the reading of Your Word. We want to thank You for this service this morning, what You've done, what You've seen fit to do. 
Father, I thank you, Lord, for this place, Lord, these dear people, Lord. I want to thank you for the Maryville Baptist Church. I want to thank you for every single soul that's came out this morning. Father, there's no way that I could possibly look out on this congregation into the hearts and souls and spirits of those that are gathered here and, Lord, and in any way in particular pick out or point out situations that you can handle. But, Lord, I know, Lord, Father, in our heart, in our soul, that there are only situations that you can handle, that we cannot. Father, I thank you what I cannot do that Jesus can. Father, I pray for a few moments, Lord, in this place. Lord, forgive me, Lord. Wash me and cleanse me. Lord, Father, you said if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So, Lord, clean me, Lord, I pray. Forgive me a sin, Lord, conscious and unconscious sin. Lord, make me a clean and willing vessel this morning. That we may, Lord, present Christ in your word as he is. Father, that you may be glorified today. Lord, that souls may be helped. I pray that you'd help your people, encourage those, Lord, that, that know you, Lord. Father, I pray. Lord, for those that may be here that's lost, Lord, I pray that you'd draw them with cords of love. Lord, Father, to your precious side. And Father, whatsoever you see fit to do, may we glorify you, honor you, go back up the road praising you for that work that you'll do in our heart this morning. Lord, help us to be obedient to you. Father, whatever your heart touches in us to do, I pray, Father, that we wouldn't push you away. Father, that we wouldn't, Lord, press against you or kick against you or, Father, show resistance to you. But, Father, by the precious grace of God, Lord, in the, all the grace and truth that is in Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, Lord that we'd receive you, receive your work, Help us to do your will this morning. And Father, Lord, thank you most of all for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the power that it has to save. Bless us now as we look to your word. And we ask these things in the name of the precious Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church said, My thought this morning is simply this, what you cannot do, Jesus can. What you cannot do, Jesus can. Now, it's definitely a struggle for me and any preacher or teacher as we approach this text, for it is a sacred text, a wonderful text, a beautiful text that we've read in your presence this morning. When we arrive at this sacred text, what is the scene? Well, this is a Thursday at midnight when we pick up reading at the Garden of Gethsemane. The Lord has now lived on this earthly realm for 33 and a half to a 33 and a third years. And it's coming to a close, His life. The Galilean ministry is over. The Judean ministry is over. The Perean ministry is over. The miracles have now been concluded. The healings were finished. The Lord Jesus Christ had done the will of the Father. But there was one thing left to do. 
And incidentally, this morning, church, that one thing that was left to do, you could not do. But Jesus did. The word Gethsemane, when we read, pick up our reading in verse number 36, then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. That word Gethsemane in the Greek simply means oil press. And in these days, if you saw any lamps that were burning, it's very convenient and I'm very much so glad that it is. Once we turn on the lights at your house, you hope, and uh, we hope that if we, we've paid our bill, our light bill, amen, that those lights come on. But it was not so in this day. And in these days, in this part of the world, they would operate light at even time and at night time through lamps of oil. And in these days, if you saw any lamps that were burning at night, the fuel that was used to burn the lamps was from olive oil. And in order to extract that oil from the olives, you could not get the oil that would come from olives without crushing the olives. That's what Gethsemane means. An oil press or an oil crusher. The crushing of an olive is not like cracking a pecan. I, I don't know how many of you have pecan trees. Raise your hand if you've, if you've got pecan trees around you that you can pick up. Not many. There are few in this area. And I don't know if you enjoy uh, pecans. I certainly do. I, I really enjoy it in the uh, context of pecan pie. Can I get a witness? Wonderful, wonderful pecan. What a wonderful fruit that exudes from a tree. And uh, as a young man, I would take uh, pecans and go out into the yard and uh, whatever particular year at my grandfather's house in Eufaula, Alabama, he would, uh, we would go around the yard picking up pecans and if they were ripe, then I would take them and crush them. Would apply a little bit of pressure, sometimes a little more than others, and from that crushing, yielded a fruit that I could enjoy. But my dear friends, this crushing that took place at Gethsemane in order to extract oil would have been done in such a way where the entire olive would have been completely crushed and unrecognizable. The olive must be completely crushed and my dear friend in Isaiah chapter number 53, when prophesying about the sufferings of our Lord in verse number 5, the Bible says that He was wounded for our transgressions and He was bruised for our iniquity. That word bruised in the Hebrews means what? It means crushed. And this morning, my dearly beloved friend, you cannot take the crushing, the weight of God's judgment. That is something that you cannot bear. But I'm glad to report that Jesus did. He took the bruising. He took the crushing. The crushing is something that you cannot take. But it is something that Jesus did. In verse number 38 of our text in Matthew chapter number 26. 
In verse 38, the Bible says Jesus had by this time had left nine of his disciples at the front of Gethsemane and said to him, sit here while I go and pray yonder. But Jesus took a little further than that. Peter, the two sons of Zebedee, James and John. And by the time we get to verse number 38, Jesus says to those three men that my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. May I say, firstly, you cannot take the crushing that Jesus experienced, but Jesus did. Secondly, you cannot fathom the sorrow that Jesus experienced, but Jesus did. Isaiah 53 tells us about the Lord Jesus Christ. And in verse number 3, it says that He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows. And acquainted with grief. Why was Jesus sorrowful? Well, He was being pressed. Jesus, at this very moment, was taking upon Himself the sins of the world. In Luke chapter number 22 and verse number 44, the pressure that he was enduring and the weight was so heavy that was crushing his soul that his sweat literally became great drops of blood. Did you know that there is such an emotion of grief that can kill you? Jesus said in verse number 38, My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Terry Ye hear and watch with me. Exceeding sorrowful. That means beyond sorrow. He told his disciples to watch. To see this action of Jesus Christ being crushed under the weight of sin. Under the burden of the sin of man. See and watch. Surely this morning, for just a few moments, we can gaze at this Christ. That was pressed and was crushed under the weight of the sin that he bore. You cannot fathom this sorrow, but Jesus did. We cannot be crushed, but Jesus was. You cannot fathom the sorrow that Jesus experienced, but Jesus did. I want to say thirdly this morning... You cannot drink of this cup, but Jesus did. In verse number 39, of course, the Lord Jesus has left His nine disciples at the entrance of Gethsemane. He goes from there and takes three of His disciples, Peter, James, and John. And He tells them to, to, to wait here and to watch. And the scripture tells us that he went a little further. And said, oh my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. You cannot drink this cup, but Jesus did. Under this great pressure, Jesus did not kneel like we see in some paintings. You know, where a very neat and tidy Jesus 
a very clean uh, a Jesus uh, bows at a beautiful rock somewhere and has this been. No, the picture that we see here in Matthew chapter number 26 is that Jesus was brought as low as he could possibly go. Jesus fell on his face. He, he went a little further and fell on his face in verse number 39 and prayed saying, let this cup pass from me if it be possible. This cup, what is this cup? Well, a cup contains things. And a cup is designed to be drank from. This cup contained all the sins of the entire world. Every sin that has ever been sinned or ever would be was in this cup. You see, Christ was so pure, was so spotless, was so perfect, had never sinned, had never done a wrong, had fulfilled the law in its entirety, and had pleased God. And as he stared into this cup, and saw this sin, saw this evil, saw this wickedness. How many sins have you ever committed in your life? How many times have you disobeyed God or displeased God? How many times have you ever told a little white lie? How many times growing up have you disobeyed your parents? How many of us this morning can stand and raise our hand and say, Brother Jay, I've never sinned. I'm sad to report this morning that there is not one individual in this building, in this church, in this place that can stand where you are and say that you've never sinned. For the scripture tells, and you know it to be true. In your conscience, you know it to be true. In your heart of hearts, you know this to be true, that you have sinned. And the Bible tells us that you've sinned. For we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And this cup that Jesus said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. It contained every sin that you've ever sinned. Oh, yes. For the scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and 21, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. Christ Knew no sin. But God made him sin. Made him sin. That we might be the, made the righteousness of God in him. Romans 8 and 3 says. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin. Condemned sin in the flesh. Galatians 3 and 13, Christ, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. 1 Peter 3 and 18, for Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust. He was perfect, undefiled, spotless, never messed up, never misstepped. And this man looked at the cup. That he must drink. 
for you and for me. In this cup, 1 Peter 2, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead should, to sin should live to righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. This cup contained all the sins of the entire world. Every sin that has ever been sinned or would be. You see, Christ's purity. What a moment of agony. What a moment of terrible dread and sorrow. But yet Jesus comes to this place and says, if it be possible for, for any other way than for me to drink this cup, let it be. But if not, but if not, thy will be done. Jesus himself became and took upon himself the darkest sins of the world. And in this cup was all the wrath and judgment of God. For you see, you understand, sin cannot stand before God. Sin must be judged and account for sin must be given must be given. Must be given. Must be given. And in this cup is the wrath and judgment of God. Swirled and brewed. Christ looked into that cup. And there had never been any separation of Christ and the Father. But by drinking this cup, Jesus would cry, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You see, there must be judgment for your sin. There must be wrath. No sin can stand before God. Oh, is this what not a messed up and crazy world that we live in? Right is wrong and wrong is right. This is that. A yes is a no. A no is a yes. And there must be account given for all of this. Oh, my dearly beloved friend, there must be account given for this. And mark it down, write it down. There is a judgment coming. There is a fiery a judgment and wrath to face. For God will judge the quick and the dead. You see, there must be judgment for your sin. There must be wrath. No sin can stand before God. That's why man was cast out of the garden. They disobeyed God. Therewith, that sin can no longer be in the presence of God. And he sent them out of the garden. And a broken fellowship, a broken fellowship with God and man ensued. And it's been that way for over 6,000 to 8,000 years. Can I get a witness in the church? Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. It has been that way. But my friend, he did drink the cup. And oh, how he drank it. He did not just sip the cup. He did not just... Take a trial of the cup. He did not just take a sample of the cup. But dearly beloved. This Jesus Christ. Drank the whole cup. Of the wrath of God. And sin of the world. All the sins of the world. And all the judgment. 
and the wrath of God, he suffered abandonment by friends, scourged with the cat of nine tails, the crown of thorns, the weight of the cross. They spat on him. They plucked his beard. They ridiculed him. Himself, he cannot save, they said. Where is the Messiah? Where is the King of the Jews? They ridiculed him. They stripped him bare and naked. Oh, and bless his holy name. They nailed him to an old rugged cross. Oh, you owed a debt you could not pay. But beloved, he drank the cup and paid the debt that you could not pay. You could not satisfy God. And may I tell you today, you still cannot satisfy God. Let me say that one more time. You could not drink the cup. You could not satisfy God. And you still cannot. But because Jesus was the perfect Lamb of God and spotless, He satisfied God and pleased Him. Fully and fully. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. But he washed it white as snow. If you're here and you've never been saved. And you're not right with God. You've never been born again. Never through repentance and faith believed on Jesus and looked to Christ and come to Him. You'll have to give account of yourself to God. You will stand before God. Straight is the way. Narrow is the way. The world is going the broad way. Your buddies are going the broad way. Your friends are going the broad way. But Jesus is calling you this morning to this straight way. And what is the way? What is the way? His disciples said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? But Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Straight is the way. Repent and believe the gospel today. Dearly beloved, you could not drink this cup, but Jesus did. Hallelujah. Bless His good and high and holy name. And they laid His precious body in the ground. They nailed Him to an old rugged tree and laid Him down in the ground in a borrowed tomb. But ladies and gentlemen... This Savior that was crushed. This Savior that was a man of sorrows. This Savior who drank the cup and satisfied God. And died for you. And died for me. Bless His holy name. He did not stay dead. On the third day, He arose from the grave. He is alive today. He didn't stay dead. Allah didn't suffer for you. Allah couldn't drink this cup. Buddha 
could not drink this cup, He did not suffer for you. Oh, but as Muhammad lies dead somewhere with a decayed body, his bones are probably not even existent today. And as Buddha sits somewhere and lays dead and has been for some time, although they could not drink the cup, bless his name, Jesus drank the cup for you and says, alive, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. I'm glad one day somewhere along the way that the Lord spoke to me. And I said, I cannot, but Jesus can. Rather, he said to me, Brother John, you cannot, but I did. Thank God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Jesus satisfied God. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Revelation 5 and 9 said, And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open up the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast received us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For God who commanded the light to shine into darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Behold, my servant, who I am uphold, mine elect, and whom my soul delighteth. I put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. 1 Peter 3 and 18, the apostle says, For Christ also hath suffered for sins once, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. You cannot please God, but Jesus did. Jesus is alive and he says, come, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isaiah 43 and 25, I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. Isaiah 55 and 1. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. He that hath no money, that's okay. Come ye. Come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Climb your ear and come unto me, here and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. John 6 and 37, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me. I will in no wise cast out. 
John 7 and 37, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Aren't you glad that you've had a drink from the well of life? Hallelujah. Revelation 22 and 17. And the Spirit and the Bride say come. Let him that heareth say come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. You can't save yourself this morning. But Jesus can. <laughs> you can't clean yourself up. You can't turn over a new leaf. And hope for any pleasure from God. But you want to know who pleased God? His own darling son. Jesus Christ. God in the flesh came. Died for sins. How do I come to know Him? John 5 and 24. He that heareth my words and believeth on Him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death into life. Romans 10 and 13. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be. Saved. Have you been saved? Do you know Jesus? Is He your friend or is He a distant figure? Come, drink of the water of life freely. Brother Kurt's making his way around to the piano for a song of invitation. Do you know Him this morning? Have you been saved? What you cannot do, Jesus can. Jesus has. You see, He's prepared the table. Oh, this effort that's been made in this service. There's many of you that's here that are saved. That know the Lord Jesus Christ. Many of us and you that are visiting us that are saved. And some here this morning that have been visiting us for some time, maybe that are here and have been coming, and those that have came for their first Sunday this morning, I say to you, there's something you cannot do for yourself. And that is save yourself. You will give an account. But Jesus has already paid the price. Come to Him. He drank the cup in the garden. He bled for you. And He will wash you white as snow. You say, Brother Jay, I've done too much. I'm too messed up. You don't understand my family situation. You don't understand my background. You don't understand my record. You don't understand what I've done. Oh, this morning, Jesus will make you new. He'll give you a new start. All things are new in Jesus Christ. He'll pick you up. He'll wash you off. He'll give you a brand new life. Come unto Him, all you that labor 
and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. He loves you. He gave it all for you. And He stands here willing to save your soul. Ready to save your soul. He's willing. Are you? He's willing to save. He came to seek. Why did Jesus come? Why all of the fuss? Why did He come? He came to seek and to save those which are lost. Are you saved this morning? Have you ever received Jesus Christ? Have you ever believed on Him? Boy, I know if you've, maybe the visitors that are here that have never been saved, I know if you're here this morning and somebody invited you, they, you're loved, you're cared for, you're thought of. This morning, may I say, more than I can possibly love you, I've been praying for weeks. For you. Prayed last night for you. Said in my study. And this morning. And asked the Lord. To touch your heart. Now. That speaking. That drawing. That you have going on inside of you. That awareness. That you've been given now. That you. That you're in trouble. That you need a savior. Maybe you haven't thought on it any this week. Maybe you haven't thought on it any this month. Maybe you haven't thought of it at all this year. But today, right now, you've been made aware that you need a Savior. What hope have you? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, do not step into eternity without Him. Here now, we're fixing to take an opportunity. Here in just a moment, I'm going to ask if anyone would be willing to come to an altar this morning, to slip out of where you're at and make your way To the Lord. This altar is not the Lord, but it's a good place to find Him. I tell you what, if you just head in His direction, just head in His direction, and He'll run like the prodigal did and fall on your neck and welcome you into the family of God. Now, listen, church. I was 10 years old, December of 2000. Just a little fella. You say, how much sinning could you have done? I was the most wicked, ungodly, rotten, filthy, lying, cheating, guile-filled, thieving. Oh yeah. Them quarters out of mom and daddy's vacation bucket that we were going to roll later so we could go on a vacation bucket. I spent many of a day up at Bob's Bait Shop getting Snickers and Sunkiss. 
What did that make me? A thief. Wicked and unclean, Brother John. I would lie to mom and daddy to get out of trouble. I'd lie to pop and grandmama and grandy and grand. I even one time, y'all may run me off after this. I even one time stole quarters. We used to take up change for the missionaries. All the kids would scatter. There was something about quarters. Something about them shining. And I'll never forget. You go ahead and play softly, Brother Kurt. I will never forget. I looked down at Tim Quarters and I said, I've got to take him home. We got an offer plate right here. And Brother John, I dug around. And I got some quarters. Daddy found out about it. I walk with a limp to this day. <laughs> but before Daddy found out about it, before Mama knew and the deacons knew and the teachers knew and the people in the church knew, God knew. But you want to know what was in that cup? That he drank, that he suffered, was that sin. That sin of Jay taking him quarters for the church offer that was laid on him. Those sins of when I would disobey mom and disobey daddy and, and, and lie and cheat and steal. Those sins. And every sin that I've sinned since then and ever will sin, He took it all on Himself and suffered for me and died for me and said, I love you, Jay. Come unto me. Believe on me. Repent to me and I'll save you. And that call is still standing to you. Believe on Jesus Christ and be saved this morning. I'm not talking about signing a church membership card. Come on, church. I'm not talking about getting wed in the baptistry sometime. I'm not talking about because the rest of your buddies went sometime, somewhere. And Oh, no, I'm talking about when God comes to you. And says you're messed up. And you need a savior. God ever done that to you? I, believe, I just believe this morning. He's doing it to some in this place this morning. I believe he is. Now here in just a moment. We're going to stand. Won't you be sensitive. If the Lord has dealt with your heart. Brother Kurt's fixing to sing, and as he sings here in just a moment, please do not turn him away. He will do for you what you cannot do. 
And right now your destination is hell and eternal damnation, eternal judgment. But if you'll give your heart, if you'll receive Jesus Christ today, oh, he came into his own and his own received him not, but to as many as would receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. He'll change your destiny make you fit for heaven save your soul hallelujah who in this place is glad you saved we ain't put on a show we're not here to try to give you a production this morning we're trying to point you to one who can do for you what you cannot and save your soul. We're trying to point you to Jesus Christ. I can't save you. The deacons can't save you. The teachers can't save you. But Jesus can save you. Let's all stand. The Lord has fingered around in your heart this morning. Would you respond to Him with every head bowed and every eye closed? You come on now, Brother Kurt, sing. John leaned upon His precious Lord. Come on now. Was so close that he could hear his every word. He said, I'll never leave you from this moment on. You'll always have my everlasting arms to lean upon. Lean on Jesus when you are weary. Will find rest. Lay your head on his shoulder and feel God's breath. Listen to his voice, it will cause you to rejoice. When you are weary, you will. 
said, I'll never leave you from this moment on. You'll always have my everlasting arms to lean upon. Lean on, Jesus, when you are weary, you will find born again. Let's give the Lord praise this morning. Amen. Amen, Lord. I still say that Jesus saves old sinners. I'm thrilled and amazed how He sets me free. And the biggest surprise in redeeming old sinners 
is that He would save an old sinner like me. I say, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. It was blind, but now I see. When Jesus makes you aware that you need Him, buddy, you can't help but run to Him. Thank God for the grace of God. Don't resist Him today. I feel the leadership of the Lord in this this morning. How many of y'all can testify that you're grateful that they sung one more verse and one more chorus and God extended you a little more time? I've heard some of y'all testify and say that you believe that that was the last opportunity you had to make things right with God and get born again and get saved. Huh? Why not this morning? Why not this morning? I'm not trying to twist your wrist. Glory to God, we've seen one saved this morning. I'm not trying to coax you. Listen, I don't convict. God convicts. I don't draw. God draws. The Holy Spirit draws us to Himself. I don't move. I don't coax. I don't try to lobby with you. What I do is I have a message. And by God's grace, I'm responsible to deliver that message. His responsibility is to work in your heart. But I'll follow Him this morning. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Church, y'all know I don't do this. I've done it just a handful of times since I've been here. But I'd like to pray for you. I wonder if you'd be honest just for a moment. You say, Brother Jay, I know, I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I have been born again. Would you let me see your hand this morning? You say, Brother Jay, I've been saved. And I came to Him and He took me in. I looked to Jesus. I looked to Christ and He saved my soul. Thank you so much. With every head bowed and every eye closed, looky here. I'm not Well, not here. You look down. <laughs> but I will not come to you and embarrass you. But I promise you, I will talk to God about you. I promise you, I will talk to God about you and pray for you. That God will do a work in your heart. And I pray you come now. I pray you come this morning. There's already been some come this morning. I pray today is that day. Man, but you say I've never been saved brother Jay I've never responded to the Lord I've never been born again I've never looked at Christ yeah, I've signed a baptismal card I've signed a church membership card I've been a church member blah 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 on and on and on I've done good deeds and I've done this but I've never been born again I've never been saved if you would, would you let me pray for you this morning? Nobody's looking around. I'm not coming to you. I'm not going to embarrass you. But I pray the Holy Ghost comes to you this morning. Would you slip your hand up and say, Brother Jay, pray for me. I've never been saved. And I need the Lord. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. 
want you to just turn loose from where you're at and make your way to Christ. I promise you, you won't be disappointed with Jesus. I hope you'll come. Sing, Brother Kurt. Come on. Break loose. Turn loose and come to Christ. Come to Christ. John leaned upon His precious love It was so close that He could hear His every word He said, I'll never from this moment on, you'll always have my everlasting arms to lean upon. Lean on, Jesus, when you are weary, you will find rest.